0: Hello,
1: Dr. Sharman. How are you doing this morning?
0: I'm doing good. How are you, Coach Chandra?
1: I'm good. I've I've actually been enjoying chatting with you for like the last half hour, so... Yeah. <laughs> Alright, everyone. So, what we're doing is... How this all started, the Spring Detox with Dr. Sharman and, and Coach Chandra, is I haven't done a cleanse, a detox, Spring Detox cleanse, since before I was pregnant. Although I'm actually I'm curious, I did the microbiome detox with you last year. Would you count that as a as a detox or as a cleanse?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So maybe it wouldn't be the liver, or would you count it as a liver cleanse well, detox?
0: Yeah, I wouldn't count it necessarily as a liver, but you're still you still reset your gut, which is a huge component. So, so you know, I maybe mean, maybe call it a baby det- a baby liver detox and then a full, you know, a microbiome detox for sure, or reset.
1: Right, because in order to do like a microbiome detox, you have to have your detox pathway open, you have to have things going out. So maybe it wasn't focused on a liver, but there was still like, the liver probably let go of some stuff, or at least like was able to process and
0: move stuff through. You're probably more capable of actually excreting the toxins that your liver gets rid of, if your gut is in a better shape. Yes. Right. Cause
1: the gut piece is the most important. Okay. So I haven't done a liver focus. Let's get clear. And since I was pregnant since before I was pregnant, and I think even a couple of years before that, I think it's been, I think it's actually been like close to a decade since I've done anything like liver specific. Um, and I'm kind of, I have a, so part of this idea came from my friend, Dr. Andrew, who he and I have like, all we're always like collaborating and have ideas. And he, really focused on some skin stuff. And so he asked me what was like, what did I do for my skin stuff? And I said, well, I really think liver detoxing was like a really big piece of me figuring out my eczema. And so he's like, yeah, I'm doing this liver sauce thing. And so then I was like, so then I reached out to Dr. Sharman and I was like, I kind of want to do a liver detox. What do you think? And then you
0: said, you want to show it
1: where you're at and what's your... Yeah, I said...
0: I said, hell yeah, let's do it. It's time. I haven't done a detox in, likewise, probably 10 years. So I'm kind of excited. Nice. Yeah, it's like my awakening from, you know, we both have five, our five-year-olds now. So it's like coming out of that early childhood hole. Totally. Yeah.
1: So I was thinking that we can maybe talk about, maybe I can think of what's on my mind, and I bet you can think of some gaps I was thinking to talk about, um, who, who like detoxing is not good for, like if you're pregnant and breastfeeding or breastfeeding, like it's not a good time because we don't want to release toxins that go into our baby essentially. Right. Yes, absolutely. I was thinking another way, another time. I mean, for me personally, like if I'm stressed or like, there's a lot going on in my life, like adding a detox on top of that is like, it's just creates a lot more Yeah, it's like not the ideal time to do a detox. What other contraindications would you name?
0: Yeah, I mean, the the thing that comes to mind is just certain people on medications, possibly just knowing that your medications um, might, your dosages might need to change as your liver function changes. So you're going to excrete them probably better. Maybe you might have to go up on a higher dosage. So that would be just something to keep in mind. Um, Goodness, what else? That's really it because I feel like the amount I mean we're going to talk about it but like the the kind of detox you do can definitely be tailored to where you else you are in your life right so um, you know if you're pregnant or nursing you could still change your diet and get your body to function at a higher rate but you wouldn't necessarily want to you know push your liver to or your body to dump toxins
1: Nice yeah so maybe that maybe since you already opened that topic we can go there one of the ways that I work with people in my program, as you know very well, is I'm like, where are you at right now? And like, what's your next stage that you want? What's your next appropriate thing? So like, if you're pregnant or breastfeeding, you could always like clean up your diet, which would be a gentle detox. You would still have, you know, like the less toxins we take in and the more nutrients we give our body, then the, the, our body goes into its natural state, which is like detoxing, right? And most of us are just kind of so full. We're taking in so many toxins and we don't have the detox pathways going out that we're most, most of us are like storing, whether it's in our fat or in our liver. Anything yes. else Anything else
0: you want to add in there? No, but I mean, I think you just hit it right on the head because right on the nail head is that like reducing exposure, I think is such a huge part of detoxing in this day and age. And, um, actually when, you know, we started talking about this, I was doing a little bit of you know research and. Just reminding myself that what we take in on our skin, I think is actually in so many ways more important than what we're taking internally. And when I think when t- typically people think of a detox, you're thinking about, you know, changing the way you eat, but really thinking about what you're surrounding, what you're putting on your skin. Um, we can always be reminded of that and clean it up.
1: Yeah. So I'm so glad you
0: have it. Go ahead.
1: I'm so glad you bring that piece in. It's like one of the pieces, like in my skin journey... Like I really had to like, it was definitely, there was a huge food piece, but it was also like, what products am I exposing my skin to? My skin, you know, like the people who have sensitive skin, like my skin is extra sensitive to sunscreens, makeups, soaps, you know, all of the things And I, one of the things I teach in my program is like, to think about our skin as like an absorption, like we're actually eating whatever it is that we're putting on our skin. And so like, yeah, so I wasn't actually really planning on addressing that, but I think it's a really good piece to bring in here of like really being mindful, like, like reading labels, like what's in, and I know you told me about this website, EWG.com, which has like the, where you can like look through the products and see if it's certified by them as generally less toxic or less stuff that we're like putting in our bodies or our skin. Yeah. Changing. Yeah. So what would you, so on that note, I wasn't planning on spending a lot of time there, but what kind of advice would you give for someone that's thinking about doing a spring, spring detox? And like, how would you, it's a big question, but like, how would you, what would be like the short couple bullet points of like, if you want to do a spring detox, what would be like this, the product skin environmental piece? It's a big one. Mm.
0: I mean, again, I think it's just like, I think the mental prep for doing a cleanse properly is huge, right? You want to set yourself up for success. So, and a big component of, to that is like, well, it's, again, it's like meeting people where they are. Maybe you just have the capacity to do the food portion and that's fine. Or maybe you're just spending that month looking and replacing your household cleaners, your laundry detergents. Um, I find for women, it's like the hair care products that are really hard. I know for me, that was like one of the last things to go for me was my, um, you know, stuff for my hair um so you know i just think being really mindful of that especially like the cleaning products i think people forget about um that you're inhaling that or maybe it's just buying a filter for your house right i mean there's just like so many avenues to go in but making some sort of step so my like it would just be like try to do one or two things in your house filter filtration water filtration or like the skin cleaning products
1: yeah. maybe we can dedicate, so our plan for all of you guys, we're planning to do maybe, maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday, do like a short video, 15 minute video, where we can ask questions and maybe we can tailor each one to different topics. And so maybe we can do one topic on like cleaning products and give some resources and sure. yeah. Okay. Um, so there's the skin piece now. What? So what are so what are you planning to do for your
0: spring detox? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Well, I am planning on giving up alcohol and caffeine as like the primary. So I'm kind of going to ease into it. So my first, um, I'm going to first start off by getting rid of alcohol and caffeine, and recovering from that, <laughs> and then I think I'm going to like hit it hard with just eating a really clean. Um, more like a paleo sort of diet. I'm not a super strict person all the time. So just really just cutting out the processed foods, trying to incorporate more fruits and vegetables. Um, I was also just listening to this like podcast and I was talking about just like how a smoothie a day can really change your microbiome, with all the prebiotics and, um, you know, wholesome nutrients. It's just such a great way to pack in so many good things in your diet. So probably trying to incorporate that um and then you know adding in a little bit of some liver liver pushing some herbs that stimulate liver function um and help with all the different phases of elimination
1: okay i'm curious so with your quitting caffeine and alcohol like what's your time frame on that what are you thinking how like what's that look like
0: yeah so i've already started decreasing my consumption of it cuz You know, there's certain times in my life where I tend to be a little overboard on both of those. So I've already really decreased my consumption to make. So I'm starting April 1st. Um, Are you starting April 1st? (laughs) Starting which part? I've also already...
1: So for me, alcohol is, like, not really a thing. Um, I have, like, a couple margaritas a year. Like, that's, it's, like, not a thing for me. But caffeine is, like, my big thing. I really love caffeine. And so uh, I think a week ago, I cut my caffeine in half... Um, and I was actually kind of curious what your opinion is like. Do I have to cut it completely out? What's I'm cu- I'm really curious what your opinion is because you know me, I
0: thought there's no have to, but I would recommend cutting it completely out. Yeah, I think just all of our. Anyone in the society, I feel like their cortisol levels are too high, right? So you're like, you're always in overdrive, you're a little bit stressed out. The caffeine is just adding to that. I want you to have a really clear picture of how your body feels. And I think caffeine obscures that. Um, And I think also just knowing that we don't have to be reliant or have any sort of, you know, that emotional piece I think is important. So I would recommend cutting it all out if possible. Um, I also think just cutting it in half is a huge step in the right direction. So maybe you're just saying, "Hey, I'm gonna have one one cup,
1: one small cup of coffee." And so your mate the- is my like.
0: Favorite. Monte, coffee, tea, whatever. Yeah.
1: So one of my I did um I did some caffeine podcast with you and Dr. Yotam Tamari, and one of the things that he said that stuck with me, or maybe it was you, um, was about how when we drink caffeine that it makes the liver like excrete, um, something enzymes into the stomach. And so it's like actually making the liver work harder. Do you know something about this or do you, it might be from a Chinese medicine perspective
0: because he's, that's his view. Yeah. I think it's Chinese medicine.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so I'm curious. So if you could get, and I'm putting you on the spot here, but like, what, like, what would be the motivation? Like if, if, cause like, I know that like, for the liver, like taking off the load. So like alcohol puts on an extra load on the liver. Caffeine puts an extra load. Sugar puts on an extra load. Also fruit puts on an extra load on the liver. Correct. It's like harder to digest. And then also hydrogenated oils. And so what does that mean? Like put an extra load on the liver and like, why, like, can you talk about like that aspect of like taking the load off and like what it, I don't know, is there anything medical you can add in there?
0: Well, I would just say, let's see it. Let me let me think for a second. So I mean, I think it's very apparent that we're all overloaded with toxicity. Um, and when it comes to detoxifying, I guess like my thought with caffeine is actually less geared towards the liver and it's more geared towards like that stress response, which is huge for how our body is like digesting and healing. And stimulating growth hormone, and all of the things that are vital to us, replenishing our body on a regular basis. So, what I what I think of specifically, caffeine, and I specifically, and I know there's like so many ways and so many organs to think about. But the, my first line of thought, which obviously is different than Chinese medicine, is like adrenal function and that stress response, that cortisol response. Um, and I just find when we can kind of get rid of anything that's stimulating that that people first will feel, yeah, you know, they'll feel crappier, they'll feel more tired. Um, There's some amazing adrenal supplements that we can talk about, you know, that help people get through that, but then they feel better. They can make better decisions around what they're eating. Um, They sleep better, right? They have more sustained energy. So that's such a huge part of detoxifying, um, I think. And also like detoxifying some of those like habit patterns we have, right? Like the mental part of it too. I don't know if that answers your question, but that's what I think of.
1: Okay, so you're thinking more of the adrenal piece than the the liver piece as far as like taking, taking the caffeine.
0: But taking the load off, um, honestly, I, like a lot of times in my practice, I'll use an analogy of a bucket. And it's like, you know, it's the capacity to take things in, right? So we have like caffeine, we have alcohol, we have processed foods, we have all the things you said, you see this overflow and that's when we see signs and symptoms, so anything we can do to lessen that bucket Is going to make everything work better. And then, if we additionally like at this level, is where our liver is functioning and we're trying to drain our bucket, right? And so, anything we do to help push that and open those those organ systems is going to help. And that's where like the specific like liver herbs come in or different, you know, eating all the high antioxidants foods to help with each of those pathways and open that up, make our drainage process cleaner and faster.
1: Okay. I'm curious. Um, you mentioned about like the hormone piece and I know that like, that's one of the areas that you're really passionate about. So do you want to touch a little bit on like how hormones, um, tie into like detox spring detoxing and like what the relationship or like what the benefit or what the motivation or reason?
0: Yeah. I mean, there's so many reasons, right. To do a detox. Um, but yeah, I mean, hormones are, are so interconnected, with specifically our gut microbiome so anything we can do to help again so like one of the facts that I think is the most fascinating about hormones is typically women we see like a high estrogen dominance in our society and we can talk on and on about that but again like cleaning up our environment is huge with that but then also cleaning up our microbiome because specifically so our liver right takes in our, our hormones we're trying to excrete right we use our hormones so we need to excrete them we need to metabolize them We need our liver to conjugate them and excrete them, go through the three processes of excretion and then put it into the, into the digestive tract where we're going to poop it out. Right. The problem is, is that for a lot of people, their digestive tract isn't healthy and the certain enzymes get upregulated when we don't have good microbiome. And we actually recycle that estrogen that we're trying to excrete back into our body. I mean, there's like been scientific literature on it. It's amazing. So, Some people will try to get rid of it, but then we'll reabsorb 80% of it. And so it just ends ends on this like nasty cycle. So I think like just changing your diet really, you can really change your microbiome and then you can have better hormones right away.
1: Have you seen the Ask a Doctor uh, Netflix series?
0: No, should I?
1: There's one on the gut. I think it's called the gut. And they're like, it's like this, uh, I think it's an Australian doctor and he's always he's like, there's always making these tweaks and he's like monitoring everything. And one of the really cool takeaways I took from that film is that within 14 days of either like changing your diet, like cleaner or changing it more, like more junk food and process 14 days there's like a, like a substantial microbiome change in like two weeks. It's, wow. it's pretty, it's a really cool, like motivator for like and, and an example of like how much just changing your food can really change the microbiome. And they're like doing labs and tests. and
0: Yeah. In right. fact, that's fast. I mean, that works just as fast as a lot, a lot of drugs don't reach their, you know, their peak level for two weeks. So that's amazing.
1: Okay. So hormones. So one of the big reasons to do a, a detox, a spring detox would be to, Basically, like, and tell me if I understand this correctly, and I've actually, I didn't know about this, but it makes sense to me, like, when we're not, like, letting things go, and things are not going down and out, then we're reabsorbing them, yeah, so, we're reabsorbing like, them. so as we clean up the diet, which means, like, really, I think one of the basics of cleaning up our diet is, like, eating a lot more vegetable fiber, and I like to think about that vegetable fiber as, like, kind of, like, the broom that's, like, cleaning everything out, because we often have, like, impacted and, like, stuff kind of stuck, and. and Hanging out. So, like when we increase our vegetable amount and we're not having the gooey, sticky foods like the breads and the cheeses and all these foods that kind of clog everything up, then we naturally kind of start dumping things out, which then it sounds like that would allow the hormones that our liver is dumping, would allow also our hormones to go down and out. Is that kind of the layman's
0: way of saying it? Yeah, I'd say that's half of it. And then the other half is that all of that good fiber that you're talking about also feeds the good bacteria and then that's changing like the enzymes that are being created and it's those enzymatic reactions that the bacteria are responsible for that are hugely related to like that reabsorption as well so it's both having adequate fiber to pull it out and then and like have right like if you're not having a bowel movement every day like that's a huge reason to do a cleanse like that is essential that is the number one thing we need to work on right when we come to when it comes to health um so yeah it's both of those things
1: yeah, I really like the the phrase that I came up with in my program was like to feed the friendly bacteria and starve the unfriendly bacteria. And so like exactly. with the probiotics, the prebiotics, the vegetable fiber, the kraut, the fermented foods, like those are all all the ways that we can feed the good the friendly bacteria that makes us happy, that helps us metabolize well, that has all of those like,
0: you know, it's amazing what
1: they're finding out with the gut microbiome. And then not feeding the, the, you know, not eating the sugars and the alcohol and, and even the medications, but the, all the things that feed the unfriendly that like, yeah, clog down our system.
0: Absolutely. And then I think like, cause then where I, where I go in my brain is like, okay, well the other thing I see besides the feeding thing is I find that like the feeding part isn't effective if you don't address stress. And so that's where like that caffeine adrenal portion comes in because I do lots of microbiome like detoxes or resets and there are people who don't get better and that's because they have to do all the work around the stress component first. And I think that's a, you know, when we talk about getting people better than staying better, that's just like such a huge important component.
1: Yeah. You really opened my eyes to this piece last year. You mentioned this about how like when the micro, when we're, when we're in a state of stress that our microbiome can't heal. It was like really like kind of mind blowing to me, which makes sense. You know, like it it, it just I hadn't really put it together in the way that you said it. And like when we're when we have our cortisol and our adrenaline going and our body is in a fight or flight, the energy is going into like kind of like survival state, which is like not conducive to healing, you know? And so like how do we get ourselves out of that like stress state so that our body can really rest and really put its energy
0: into healing? right. You got
1: it. Yeah. That really, that really um, blew my mind last year and really made me prioritize like de-stressing to like another level, which was really cool. Um, Which makes me think that I kind of want to maybe offer, I'm curious, like if anybody's here listening and like, there's like, yes, yes, yes. Bell's going off. If you would comment below, I'm curious if people would be interested in doing some stress coaching. Like in, in working with like it's a it's like the big part like it's the first part of my program and I actually partly designed that in a way large partly because of your input of like how important the stress piece is first before the food piece and so I wonder if we can find a way to combine it in this April spring detox
0: yeah. so I'll, yeah well yeah and I saw your um your newsletter that went out or your, you know and it was talking about how you know I'm ready to detox let's incorporate yoga and these mindfulness and I just loved that because I think it's so easy to get caught up in like doing a fancy detox and buying the supplement or doing that and then but it's like coming back to those basics right like all of those things breath work has been huge and very studied and is in every single culture when it comes to healing um say with yoga and some sort of movement and not forgetting that these like very staple lifestyle things it doesn't have to be brilliant or expensive like you said you know it's just but it, you have to do it <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, actually I'm so so I I love that you brought up the yoga piece. So, one of my ideas that I think I'm going to do for the spring detox is and I'm pretty sure you remember this because when we were in, in school back in San Luis Obispo together, I was doing Bikram yoga. Mm-hmm. And so, I haven't done I I'm for those of you who don't know, I actually am a certified Bikram yoga teacher and I haven't been in a yoga in a Bikram yoga room since like 2005 maybe. So I think I'm going to do a month of Bikram yoga. I have a client who totally inspired me. She's like, I've been doing this like everyday Bikram yoga and I'm feeling so amazing and my hormones are balanced. And like, and I was like, I remember that feeling of like going in there, doing the series, sweating and like having, and I was like, this sounds like the perfect combination for my spring detox. So I was thinking about, cause saunas, right? Like saunas are one of the greatest ways we can support our detox. So yeah. I'm. I'm thinking to do a month of vegan yoga, which is like kind of crazy to me, but like, I'm tired, inspired. <laughs> yeah. So I was, so actually let me just, so, so this is what my plan is. And I'm really curious what you're, what you think about this. So I'm planning, I already eat extremely clean. I would say that the worst thing that I do is my caffeine, which is the biggest and hardest thing for me. <clears throat> I'm planning, I have this new mud water, um, that has like a really tiny bit of caffeine and it has a lot of adaptogens, has a lot of mushrooms. So I'm thinking that I might do that for my morning ritual drink. Um, no caffeine. I haven't totally decided on that, but I'm going to work on getting there. Beaker yoga. continue eating really clean. Um... And then I'm thinking to do this liver this we So it's called liver sauce by what is the name of the company that we're, what we're talking about? Quicksilver. Quicksilver. And it's a combination of like, it's like herbs that's like going to kind of like encourage the liver to dump combined with a binder that, that like absorbs the toxins and then helps it go down and out. So it's kind of, it's pretty mellow. It's not a big detox. I mean, I already eat super clean. So like that's,
0: yeah, I don't really expect to see tons of symptoms, because usually by taking the binder, you don't have any symptoms, which is the way I prefer to detox, and what I suggest to people, there's no really point in being miserable, I don't think. Um, and reabsorbing it. And reabsorbing it, exactly. Um, and I also like, so it has herbs in it, and then it also has some specific nutrients to like the second phase of detoxification, which is nice, so... Sometimes people just get caught on, like, the first phase, but you have to go through all phases, right, or else, again, it's, like, being reabsorbed or you're making more free radicals for your body to deal with. So, um, and it's a liposomal, which is neat. So uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that term, but basically you can absorb a lot of it through your mucous membranes. So you want to hold it in your mouth for 30 seconds, ideally. Um, and I like that that's, like, a very newer technology that a lot of companies are using, and Quicksilver is one of the, like, you know... For, for most companies that use that technology, but I'm excited to try it. Cool. So you're also so you're also planning to deliver the liver sauce. Yeah, I'm planning to do it. So like the if you buy the kit that they sell, it's a 20 day kit. And so I was planning just doing you know once a day for 20 days. But you could, if you wanted a stronger detox, consider doing twice a day. Right, and obviously you'd have to buy more product, but you could do that as well. Or you can start with once a day and do twice a day for like a week. And then go down to once a day and kind of have this nice curve. Okay. <clears throat>
1: I like, I'm, I'm into gentle. I've done enough, like hardcore detoxing yeah, that I'm actually. into like gentle. Okay. And so you're planning to start the liver sauce on April 1st or your plan? What's,
0: what's your. Yeah. Good question. I think I'm going to just do, I'm going to do a week. I'm going to do a week of just like getting rid of caffeine, alcohol, uh, making sure my diet is as clean as yours, <laughs> and then um, then I'll probably start the liver sauce. So like a week into it, so the first seven days, and it'll be like twenty days, will be almost a month on the liver sauce, and then I'll do some sort of end part to it where I'm just coming out of it gently, gracefully. Okay. In the world. So
1: first week of April, you're just gonna cut like basically take out your caffeine and alcohol, and increase your nutrient dense foods, decrease the processed foods then 20 days of the liver sauce and then another like week or something of like kind of like the first week again, right? Just like still eating really clean. No, no caffeine, no caffeine, no alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a five week.
0: Yeah. I guess it's a little bit longer.
1: Okay. And
0: yeah. Do you recommend the same thing for me? Yeah. Twinsies? yeah, absolutely. I think I'll do the sauna portion, probably not the room, but definitely like the sweating portion is important.
1: Yeah. And also if people don't have access to a sauna, you can do like a bathtub, like an Epsom salt bath and a cold shower. Hot, cold is, yeah. wow, it's such amazing, amazing medicine. Okay. All right. So we doing this, we're doing this. <laughs> we're doing this. Yeah. I'm going to go for once a day for sure. I'm not doing it twice a day. <laughs> Yeah. No. Okay. So, for people, so if you're if you're wanting to join us, um, I think what we'll do is we'll create a like a something on Instagram. This is what we're gonna we're gonna help we're gonna like message answer messages and stuff. Um, and also, you had offered to create a link for the the liver sauce kit, which has twenty percent off, right? So Correct. we'll. I think I'll I'll create a very obvious place to go to a page. Um, I'll probably create a website page for the kit, and then also you mentioned
0: adrenal support for people with caffeine. Adrenals is an option just to help support that process. Um, So my favorite one is a really strong one, and actually has a little bit of adrenal gland in it. And then it has some herbs and nutrients in it that help. So like treating the adrenal is important, but then also like the adrenal brain connection is really important. If you, if I find if I just treat adrenals, people don't get better. You have to do like the hypervalidus pituitary as well. So I love this product because it's an all-in-one product. I do want to mention that a lot of times people will feel more tired at first. And I find that that's because it's just taking that like false edge off that that caffeine is producing and you just get like to really understand that you're really tired. So be aware of that. It usually, you know, almost always goes away within like three days, if anything. I to say I just like switched to it and started doing the adrenal, um, it's called adrenal. Um, and I have been so tired. I'm like, I don't know why I'm so tired. <laughs> and then I totally was like, well, I, I tell patients this all the time, if I forgot. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Just let yourself sleep a little bit more. I'll throw that in there. Um, typically, it helps people sleep sleep better, gives them more sustained energy. Um, people usually clear mind. People feel really good on it. Nice. Yeah. Cool.
1: Is it? Is it um, I know you told me about Adrena Tone and Adrenal Cortex. Is it a different new product?
0: Yeah. So this is a, a product. It's called A Slash Adrenal, and it has both of those in it. So it actually has the Adrenal Cortex and the herbs in it there's a, there's a wide range of adrenal products I prescribe. This is one of the stronger ones. Cool. Nice.
1: And so that's to you. And would you recommend using that the entire like five
0: weeks or for one week during what's, what, what do you, what do you recommend? Um, I would, I would stay on it. I would do five weeks. You could consider getting off of it or decreasing the amount that you're using it. I typically recommend like two capsules in the morning two in the afternoon. Um, I do find that a lot of people it's a really good just general supplement to take long term as long as you're under continuous stress which as a mother of three (laughs) I'm always under lots of stress so that's something that I take that I feel like I can't live without and I have many patients that feel the same way there are many people who can do other things but that's where I'm at
1: right now so it's like a general thing that you feel like most everybody just would really benefit given our modern lifestyle and all the stuff everyone's juggling and Is there anyone who shouldn't take it?
0: Mm, There are some people who feel, if you're really sensitive to caffeine, I'll have people take just like one a day, work their way up. Sometimes people can't tolerate it. But I say like 90% of people can tolerate it just fine. So if you're in that category where you tend to get really jittery from it or not doing well, I would just really just take one a day. Start with one capsule a day. Or maybe we go to just like ashwagandha or some very simple herb.
1: So I have a, I don't have a problem with caffeine, but I tend to be really sensitive to supplements. You know me. (laughs) Uh So would you, would you put me also in the one a day?
0: Um, I would say on one a day or something else entirely, probably. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I like like a single product for you. (laughs) Okay. I like one herb.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've been still taking the Adrenatone. Oh, perfect. That's perfect. You're already doing it. So keep taking yeah. this one this is the one you would take for me yeah for sure and, and the other sensitive people yeah. out there
0: <laughs> yeah possibly that one is definitely it doesn't have the adrenal cortex in it so um, you might have been specifically responsive to that and then there's some people who I just start on just ashwagandha or rhodiola or some other just very easy adaptogenic very well tolerated herb
1: which both of those are in this product so
0: yeah, yeah okay
1: all right, so April 1st, we're gonna start the one week and then uh, we're gonna. Did you already did you, have you already ordered your liver sauce? I already ordered it. Okay, I'm gonna order it now. I'm gonna order it today. Perfect. Okay, all right, let's do it. Yeah, wish so, us luck. <laughs> wish us luck. And on Instagram, I'll, make, I'll create a place where you can join the Spring detox so you can get notifications and ask questions and all the things. And yay! Thanks for doing this with me. I'm really excited, actually.
0: Yeah, me too. It's always better in good company. So, heck yeah! Yeah, all right. Thank you, Dr. Sherman. Yeah, good to see you. Have a good morning. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. Bye.